Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superboy number 127. Cover date, March 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Kurt Swan and George Klein. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring The Strange Insect Lives of Lana Lang. Written by Otto Binder, artist George Papp. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! Lana Lang and her father, Professor Lang, visit Africa, where Lana uses her bio-ring to become insect queen. As an ant-lion, Lana unearths a buried pyramid and angers the natives. Their guide, a boy named Kim, is injured in the attack. Lana rushes the boy to entomologist Dr. Pelham, who saves the boy by transforming him into a human-bee hybrid. B-Boy is despondent due to his freakish nature. Lana tries to comfort him, but each time she tries, her efforts backfire. Finally, when he can stand his existence no longer, B-Boy tries to use his stinger on Superboy in an act of suicide. The Boy of Steel avoids the collision, then convinces B-Boy that he will search for an antidote to restore him to normal. Confused? Don't worry. I'll be right back with work friend Chuck and the entire work friend Chuck family, right after this. Public Service Announcement Theater proudly presents... Do you make life hard for yourself? It's almost time to go on your babysitting job, Betsy, and you still haven't straightened up your room. I don't see how you find anything. Don't worry, Mother. I know where everything is. That evening... We still have half an hour till bedtime, Bobby. What would you like to do? Let's play my new game. It's upstairs. Come on, I'll show you. Goodness, Bobby, what a mess your room is in. I don't see how you find anything. (sighs) Don't worry, Betsy. I know where everything is. Thirty minutes later... Well... (laughs) That's it, Betsy. I've looked everywhere. I don't know where I put it now. Well, it's bedtime anyway, Bobby. You know I promised your mother you'd be in bed on time. Oh, gee whiz, Betsy. I wanted to play that game. Well, Bobby, this should be a lesson to you. It would be a good idea if you'd clean your room tomorrow so you can find things when you want them. Oh, What am I saying? I better start practicing what I preach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Presented as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly, Coordinating Organization for National Health, Welfare, and Recreation Agencies of the USA. We're back with Teen Week Part 2. Featuring Superboy number 127. The introduction of (laughs) B-Boy. 
I really think on this cover they should have crossed out super and written B in like a comical yellow font. Agreed. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Wait, why I is never even Boy's name pink? It's always red. B Boy does not have the most manly chests. No. <laughs> He's very hairy. I, I give him that. So. Cotton ball with a head and arms. Ashton, this is your cosplay challenge. I'll make it for you. Superboy number 127. The first issue of Superboy, featuring the go-go check masthead. Superboy, as everyone knows by now, is Superman as a boy. Or as a teen, if we want to be specific about it. The cover features Superboy gasping in astonishment at Lana Lang in her insect queen identity. Holding hands with B-Boy, who is a boy, (laughs) with the head of a boy... And the body of a bee. <laughs> I love the matter-of-fact way in which you delivered those lines. Well, I call it like I see it. Say B-Boy five times fast. Now, B-boy, who... B-boy, B-boy, B-boy. First of all, let me ask Work Frenchuk. By the way, I'm here with Work Frenchuk and the Work Frenchuk family. Work Frenchuk Jr., Kid Work Frenchuk, and Mary Work Frenchuk. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> It's name, right? on the wall, Katie. It's the Shazam family. I think she recognizes these references, but her teenager wisdom tells her she cannot make, like... Right, because the audience right, of right. this podcast can't know that she's not cool. Right. There must be eye-rolling and nose, nose crunching. I'm pretty sure the audience of this podcast is well aware that nobody involved is cool, so... <laughs> I'm cool! Right? It's good that you think that. Okay, but B-Boy is cool. B-Boy is awesome. All right. B-Boy is ridiculous. What was I going to ask Work Friend Chuck? Oh, is there an insect queen action figure that you're aware of? Oh. Oh. I don't think so. Um, Several customs that I've seen. Right. They don't count. There's not even a hero click of insect queen. That would be an awesome action figure with, like, detachable body parts that you could plug in. Just a head, head. a moth bottom, or hours of fun, uh, or you know, <laughs> like the, a Mr. Potato Head. You know the um, the machine that the wiggly gummy. You could make little insect things in the yes, 70s. yes, yes, yes. Uh, you could do that. You could have your plastic lanolang torso. All kinds of uses there. Um, it would be like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay, well, I retract my last. Okay. Uh, my grandmother used to make these knitted things to put over your extra roll of toilet paper. And then she'd stick a Barbie doll down the middle so it looked like the Barbie doll wearing a, a antediluvian skirt. Only my grandmother didn't have any tops for Barbie, so it was just a topless Barbie. With a big skirt. With a big skirt. All I'm hearing is that your grandmother was insane. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so we always would pretend that it was a stripper popping out of a cake. As one does. All right, now bring it back around to the insect bring queen. Bring it back around to the insect queen. Who wants to explain about insect queen? Kids? I don't know if I, any of us I can. Know who it is. I know. Yes, oh, Alex? She got her ring. Well, it's Lana Lang. Who is? Uh, insect Queen. 
But she's Lana Lang is Superboy's no, yeah. boyhood sweetheart. Yeah, like his crush, kind of. And she always suspected, well, she kind of suspected that Clark Kent was Superboy. Yeah, a duo. But... <laughs> 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 Having strong feelings about that, Bob. <laughs> Several issues ago, Lana Lang was visited by an alien creature from outer space, from an insect race of space creatures, who gave her a magic ring, which can turn her partially into an insect. Presumably he did this because he was looking for Hal Jordan and was really surprised when it wasn't. No, I don't think that entered into it, as we'll see. (laughs) He found Hal, and Hal's like, beat it. (laughs) Beat it, Beetle. (laughs) So, the usual effect of Lana's transformations using her bio ring is that from the waist down she becomes an insect or grows wings if the particular insect she's changing into has wings while her torso and arms and face remain human looking is that a good description yeah and this is what got her into the legion well yeah. she that hasn't happened yet no, sorry. i looked it up this is only the Lana Lay s- was in the Legion of Superheroes. You didn't Calm know that. Down, no. everybody. Insect queen. Was. Um, what? Wow. Okay. I can't believe did you, you really don't not know, know that? that. Yeah, Ashton. No. Did you really not know that? Jimmy Olsen was too for a little while. And Pete Ross. Yeah, and Pete Ross. Who is Pete Ross? Oh, Katie, Superboy's best friend. No, that's the kid who takes pictures. Jimmy Olsen? Not Superman's best friend. Pete Ross is Superboy's friend. And Pete Ross and Clark Kent were camping one night, and there was an emergency, and Superboy had to change... Or Clark Kent had to change in Superboy. And just as he was changing, there was a flash of lightning, which Pete Ross saw him changing and realized that he was Superboy, and then preserved that secret into adulthood. And how did he get Legion membership? That be, for that, because he kept the secret, right? No, he proved to the Legionnaires that he could read minds. I don't remember that. By whispering Superboy's real identity into Cosmic Boy's ear. Did Cosmic like, Boy know like, Superman's you can't, identity? You can't be a Legion honorary reserve member uh, unless you've got a um, superpower. Superpower, right. Yeah, and then so he grifted his way into the Legion. Yes, exactly. Scum. Anyway, this is the, <laughs> in her debut appearance. <laughs> Lana Lang used her bio ring to become Insect Queen, a superhero, and help out Superboy in the crimes around Smallville. So this is her second appearance. On the splash page, we see her demonstrating her powers to become a Fly Girl. <laughs> See what I did A bee girl, a water skater girl, an ant lioness, a she shield bug, a moth maiden, and a spider girl. Not affiliated with Marvel Comics. Thank you. Where she's weaving Superboy into a net. And Katie will now say she shield bug ten times fast. She shield bug, 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 she shield bug. I haven't been counting. Right, we'll edit that out. That's seven. <laughs> she buzzes like a bee, digs like an ant lion, spins like a spider. She's the latest thing in the superheroine line. 
She's none other than our own Lana Lang in her fabulous new identity as the Insect Queen. I'll be the judge of that. Fly along with the Bell of Bugs. Nice. As she comes up with powers even Superboy doesn't have when she assumes the strange insect lives of Lana Lang. New nickname for Katie. We open this issue at Smallville High one day during biology class. Now I'm going to ask my biology teacher friend all about this issue when I get home. I'm not sure all this information is correct. <laughs> they is are you, covering. Is your biology teacher friend legit, or is that innuendo for husband oh, Rob? No, 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 no. This is legit. No, she's a big deal in Frederick County. They're in entomology class, learning that lobsters are actually related to insects. That'll become important later. <laughs> Depends on how you define important. <laughs> Lana says this set class is a cinch for me because I was once the insect queen. Once. One one time. One several issues ago. Yes. Um, one student returns with a net full of butterflies for <laughs> from, dis- a, from a field trip. From a field trip, <laughs> which he went on by himself. <laughs> no, I imagine there was a class field trip, but he left, went out the door first, and nobody really liked him, so everybody else just stayed behind. No, 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 think this through. The teacher's like, here's a butterfly net. Go on a field trip. <laughs> uh, now put him in the chloroform jar! Yes, Miss Jones, I'm assuming she's a miss because she has a career. Yes. <laughs> instructs the students to put these swallowtail butterflies in the chloroform jar so we can mount them as specimens later. Oh. Ulp, thinks Clark Kent. It's against my code to kill any living creature, even an insect. Well, I have to believe that when he's flying at super speed through the air... Right, hundreds of thousands of insects killed by friction alone... Luckily... (laughs) Still a wonderful little bit... That would only show up in a Superboy slash yes. Superman comic. Um, I should mention that this issue is edited by Mort Weisinger, who is responsible for almost every wonderful thing that ever happened in a Superman comic. Also created Aquaman and Green Arrow. Yes. Johnny Quick. Mm-hmm. Supergirl? Did he create Supergirl? Hey, at least... I know he created Crypto. Not to mention these fingernails. Yes, Clark Kent at super speed uses his fingernails to cut a piece of glass out of the window. Okay, so just like in last week's episode with the hair thing, you would think that even if this worked, like, it would still kind of hurt, right? No, he's super. He's super boy. Like, he doesn't get it's hurt, a fingernail actually. on glass. His nails are harder than diamond. But, like, the, the sound and the friction alone, like, if you had a diamond on the tip of your finger, I still think you wouldn't want to cut it through a piece of glass. Yeah, it does feel really weird. But he's doing it at super speed. Yeah, and this glass might as well be tissue paper to him. Yeah, you kids don't understand anything. This is science. Stupid kids. <laughs> Ow. Once the hole is cut, he pretends to stumble and the butterflies escape from the jar. net. I feel like if the butterflies could fly that easily out of the net, why didn't they just do so and while the kid was the still hole. out in the field? Well, because he was a twit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is it, wait, the net 
Yeah, Clark he's wrapped knows, around the thing. Clark Kent knows how to turn the net just so that the butterflies escape and okay. then don't fly around the room, but immediately go out the convenient hole. Maybe Aqualad's outside <laughs> politely asking the butterflies to fly out the window. <laughs> he's accessing the butterflies' ancient aquatic ancestry. Freedom is this one. Aqualad trips. <laughs> teacher who hasn't noticed the giant hole in the window up to they this point. because no one rec- recognizes him in costume. Surmises that a baseball must have flown through the window and created the hole, and Clark thinks he's going to return later as Superboy and repair the pain with his heat vision. He never does in the comic, though. Well, that's why There's a lot of things that are promised that never happened in this comic. <laughs> Luckily, it's the last day of school. It's summer vacation. Lana's getting ready to go to Africa with her father. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Lana, you had a gust of wind. She walks into her father's office, and the gust of wind picks up their visas and passports, which apparently were just slips of paper in the 60s. Yeah. And all the important traveling papers blow out the window into their in-ground pool. This is the moment where Alana Lang decides to show her father that she can half turn into an enormous water bug. Yeah. He has no idea beforehand, but this very important instant of, sh- this is, <laughs> of this saving is... the travel papers is enough for her to scar her father forever. Wow. Now, it... Yes, you just ex- explained teenage daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, when Insect Queen was active fighting crime several issues ago, Professor Lang was aware of Insect Queen's existence. (laughs) Just not that the red-headed Insect Queen teenage crime fighter was his own daughter. There's no way that hussy can be my baby girl. (laughs) (laughs) Lana turns into a water bug swoops up the papers from the swimming pool as she says, as you know, Dad. Here we go. (laughs) Miss Know-It-All. As you know, Dad, air bubbles in the water skater's hairy feet buoy buoy it up so it can skate on water without sinking. I'll snatch the papers before they hit the drink. Who gets a little bit of teenage slang. Yeah, but not zany haney so I'd also oh, like man. to mention that if the water bug section is just an enlarged water bug, then the whole water bug concept would not work because the distance between the hairs on the feet would not be small enough right, to create Right, air right, right. Well, there's no time to bring logic into this. Logic right, that word bubble. You're going to be here that all word bubble night. Been way too large for the comic. Um, <laughs> we then get a flashback to Lana's origin story, where the alien insect creature. Who's wearing uh, safari clothes? Peter Pan's outfit, maybe? He's wearing a romp him. <laughs> a what? A romp him. What's that? You don't know what... A male on. romper. Is that a thing? Yes. I'm going to shoot myself in the face right now. What They're actually that? quite stylish in L.A. What? Okay, well, what? we're very a far from L.A. is like a onesie for the daytime. <laughs> So, with everyone listening, you now know so what to get Dr. Bob costume. for his birthday. <laughs> he wants a romper with a picture of Aquaman on it. A romp him. It's a romp sorry, him. Sorry, to God. Sorry. 
Do they come in double X? <laughs> yes. You gotta, get okay. it. you gotta get it all off to pee. <laughs> you really do. It's a struggle. Absolutely make it. You do. But making it a public stall. Women go let me, through this. Let me stand here at the urinal <laughs> with my romp him down around my ankles. <laughs> Women have to. I, I've done that in like a romper. Yeah, I have. By the way, we're French. There's a person at work that practically does undress at the urinal. Does he also uh, browse his phone while he's got the pee stream going? Because I've seen that. Could be. I try to look away when I see the undressing <laughs> happen. Try to look away. <laughs> I just <laughs> scream. <laughs> <laughs> Some butts you want to see, some butts you don't. Anyway, <laughs> we get all about Lana's origin before. story later as Lana's story blissfully ends. Wait, wait, wait. This alien was conquered by a falling dead tree? Yep. <laughs> Do you okay. see how many arms? He's even got twice the arms to lift that thing off with And them. then Lana just picks it up Yep, a teenage girl just picks it right up off him. Now I've seen both of you boys conquered by a stationary wall in the house. <laughs> it's been there since the day we were born. <laughs> That's true. I was running and I slid into the wall. It was funny, but good story. Painful. You tell it at party. <laughs> well, Lana's yeah. father reminds her that they're off to Africa that very day. <laughs> Luckily enough, he plans on visiting Dr. Pelham, the famous entomologist in Africa who's researching the flight dynamics of big tropical insects for the aviation industry. Well, that's good. We're raping the continent of Africa. What? <laughs> to build bigger planes. Continue along. He'd like to meet the insect queen, too, I bet. Who wouldn't want to meet a girl that could turn the lower half of her body into a giant insect? <laughs> um, Every man's fantasy. This uh, is my, <laughs> this is my oh, favorite Dad. panel. Jeez. Let's do centipede again. <laughs> <laughs> Deserved. <laughs> Maybe now when your Thank first you, time gets tired. You're welcome. In time. Uh. Oh my god. Can we keep talking about the comic Thank you, yes. My favorite panel. It's when Lana says, I'm all ready to go. Are we traveling by steamship or airliner? Well, either way, it's going to take a while, but she's already dressed in safari clothing. She's got her jodhpurs on, a pith helmet, What's riding in boots. in pocket that makes her leg look so lumpy? They're jodhpurs. They're, it's a style of clothing that used to be those, have, like, I don't know what to have in there. It, Wire? It was for uh, riding horses, right? So I think it was extra material to, to support the... Uh, the swivel of your know. hips. Are you familiar with the superhero and the Liberty Bell? Yeah. It's the kind of pants she wears. Oh, okay. He gets me. Stop. <laughs> Luckily, they're traveling neither by airliner or steamship because Professor Lang has conned Superboy into flying them across the ocean. I'd also this, like to mention that she doesn't know that for. Superboy is underneath the platform until they're in the air, which implies that Superboy is burrowed <laughs> underneath their lawn, prepared to lift up this solid, this solid brown platform, which is not like made out of like multiple wood planks. Like I'd really like to know what this platform is made out of. It's just sort of 
brown and exactly rectangular. The text doesn't support he burrowed. He could just be lying there. Yeah, maybe it's like the <laughs> like Ellen very Show. Flat. <laughs> like the Ellen Show where the people pop out of the console in the middle and scare the guests. All right. Surprise. Well, there they are flying over the ocean. Lana's bored because she's a girl. Yeah. So she's going to turn into a giant insect. A damselfly. Is that an actual bug? I don't, I don't know. I think it actually is. Do you have an entomologist friend? Because you seem to have a friend in every oh, profession. Oh, jealous much? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that she didn't really have to save their passports, visas, and traveling papers if Superman was just going to fly them <laughs> true, out true, true. board. Can't stop taking off Flash's coat! So also, I'd is like this to point a legal van? <laughs> is Superboy sh- breaking the law? No. Yes. No, he wouldn't even kill a butterfly. <laughs> he wouldn't even cut the window pane without coming back and fix it with his heat vision. But he's going to But international law? <laughs> I really wish this issue was interrupted by them running into the U.S. Coast Guard telling them to turn back. And then it starts over with them running a plane correctly. In this is the Coast Guard. Superboy, we've talked to you about this before. <laughs> Uh, Superboy is uh, doing all the heavy lifting while Lana flits around in her damselfly disguise. I'd also like to point out that she goes from her safari clothes immediately to her insect queen costume, complete with mask. Did she change on top of the stripping? Oh, yes, you do see her stripping. It's hidden by the word balloon. It probably wasn't originally in there, like, oh, let's hide this with this word balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's also decided to reveal her identity to Superboy at this moment as he's carrying her father and all their belongings across the ocean. But she doesn't know that he's Clark Kent, who already knew about her insect queen identity. She is very, very careless about who knows who right? she is. Thank you. It's ridiculous. Why even wear a mask? Yeah. Right. Uh, Can we talk about how extremely angry Superboy gets when Lana falls into the water? I knew it, you flea brain! You'll drown unless I rescue you! There's no possible way she could save herself. No. (laughs) No. Except, wait a minute. Didn't we learn that lobsters are related to insects? (laughs) So she turns into a giant lobster. Now, usually she has her normal human arms, but here she's just a human head on top of a lobster body with claws and all. (laughs) And Where do her clothes go when she turns into... This animal, does it just go in there like well, brain Well, if you turn back a page, she's demonstrating her super stretchable costume, which will cover any insect form she assumes. And apparently open extra holes when she has a hundred arms. Careful! <laughs> Time to open extra holes. She's also no longer wearing the costume now that she's a lobster. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so she's lobster girl. And then here comes a shark, because of course, why wouldn't a shark? <laughs> a shark? In the storm, the shark is the sky yes, in the water in the deep ocean looking for gigantic like lobster. And, and frowning. <laughs> the shark. Was... 
frowning. The sharkers are like, what the hell? Maybe it's Jabberjaw on his way to a rock concert. The shark is all like, where did her clothes go? Have we explored the possibility that Aqualad has commanded the shark to eat Lana because he's getting revenge for the butterfly incident earlier? Maybe Aqualad is inside the shark. It's just a rubber suit. Like, this is a cool way to pick up girls. Or Superboy also asked Aqualad to do this in order to, like, prove to Lana that he'd fight off a shark. This is also 20 years before Aqualad. Remember, this is Superman as a bull. Oh, right. Right. I I was talking about Aqualad as in Aquaman as a child. Nice. Okay, okay, good. Deep dive. Well done. He called himself Aquaboy, but... Yep. That only happened in one story, did it not? It did. Well, it's great. How do I make my screen brighter? Display and brightness. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Sorry. When the kids ask you a tech question, I just take their device. You just do it. Give it. We still don't know how to turn up our volume. (laughs) I do. Of course you do. You're a boy. Oh. Oh, you've earned the look. JK. LOL. That's what kids say, right? Uh, Lana grabs onto Superboy's cape with her lobster claws, saving herself in the nick of time. Isn't that a song? What? Don't tug on Superboy's cape with your lobster claws. Is it? <laughs> no. so I can write a song real quick. Not even a foot above the like gaping death of the shark's right. mouth, and she's already making a pun about her predicament. I challenge you to write a song and sing it. Don't tug on Superboy's cape. Well, don't tug on Superboy's cape with your giant lobster claws. For some, just repeats. Well, I've, I haven't written it all yet. It's a rough draft. I'm still working on my theme song for Ultra the Multi-Haven. Anyway, later in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Unspecified country. Later in Africa, Which they did apparently go to customs because Professor Lang says they have checked through their passports and exploration visas. See, hmm. and they're here to hire a guide. Maybe Superboy does this often, and it's become an official mode of transport. That could be. Maybe they get the the art back and realized how many laws he's broken, <laughs> and alter the speech balloons to cover it. I'll fix that school window pane with my heat vision later, <laughs> off panel, where you can't see. Um, Superboy is not needed anymore, so he flies away, saying so long. And Lana, don't use your ring to change into a tsetse fly. Someone might spray you with DDT. And then I'm going to have to come all the way back here and save your life. (laughs) Well, that's implied. He doesn't actually say that. Uh, So the jungle guide, whose office is a tent with a sign that says jungle guide on the side of it, has a bum foot, so he's going to send his guide... He's going to send his son, Kim, oh, to guide him. Professor Lang and Lana through the jungle. Lana is smitten, I believe. Oh, Dad, I'm sure we can depend on Kim to lead us safely. Well, you can't, because he leads them right into a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a prediction then, right? <laughs> 
This is a he's trying to prove his jungle manliness. Right. He knew the thunderstorm was coming and did it on purpose. Okay. Oh, and on the way to this very specific location, I also want to search for the lost pyramid. <laughs> right. I was getting to that. <laughs> I think much like the song I just wrote, nobody thought this through the end. <laughs> They're just Christ, we're on and page the seven page. and we got twenty one more pages to go. <laughs> yeah, well and throw a pyramid in. Page seven, and there's already so much <laughs> crap that's happened that's like, we've got to come back to that later. That's got to... No, we're just going to keep moving forward. Forward, forward. Uh, the lightning strikes a tree, and right in front of them, they would have all been killed if that was actually the distance involved. Um, Lana turns into a giant <laughs> caterpillar <laughs> and says, I'll explain later, Kim. Again. Exposes her identity. Right. Just out of the blue. Yeah, she could have at least have run into the woods and then changed to a caterpillar <laughs> and crawled back. No one would have known what the difference. She could have said, I'm going to use the bathroom and then come back as the half, half woman, half caterpillar. Um, she turns into a tent worm. Is that a thing? Uh, oh, it's the larval form of a moth. So she spins a cocoon in the shape of a tent. Even though it's stopped raining already. Uh, <laughs> after the storm is over, tall trees, which they could easily climb over. I know, right? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are civilized jungle guides. They don't, they don't crawl over the trees. Right. Another job for insect queen. She becomes a queen termite and chews a path through the logs. Much like who, Alex? Oh, Matarita Lab? Thank you. Excellent. You've <laughs> nice. raised him right. Nice. And we're I don't know what happened with, with the other two, but... Of Lana like Lang giving saying, saying to you this yum, week. yum, yes. tasty yum, yum. wood. <laughs> Quiet <laughs> now. Stop leaving your DNA on my comic sanctuary floor. Not far ahead, the Lost Pyramid built by an Egyptian colony over 3,000 years ago, but it's buried under tons of sand. That's just on the way to Dr. Pelham's? Yeah. Now, it's the desert. They've been in the jungle until suddenly they're in the desert. Now there's some trees in the background. Do they sell maps to the Lost Pyramid back? (laughs) Now, Professor Lang... Ah, we found it. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Professor Lang, who two pages ago learned that his daughter was an insect queen... Now is bossing her around. Wanna turn into an ant lion and dig out the pyramid. This is my philosophy of why do manual labor when you have teenagers. Okay. No. Ah, jeez. I do love that philosophy. Wait, what? Um, Keeps me in shape. Unfortunately, (laughs) in her last adventure, Lana discovered (laughs) that she can only assume an insect form once. This is, this is like the worst superpower ever. And she became an ant lion the last time, so she can't be one again. Luckily. <laughs> I know, right? The alien who gave her his powers <laughs> happens to appear in the African skies. 
Was he passing through the galaxy or something? As if on cue. Is yes. he stalking Lana? You would have thought that could have, like, at least maybe he, like, radioed in through the ring. Or, like, something a little bit more believable. Maybe no, and just showing him. up in the saucer immediately. Just, as soon as she says that, bang, where's the alien? His equipment told him this Daffy Dame has used the ring, in, like, 20 times in the last 24 hours. He's going to check, make sure uh, everything's on the up and up. Right, right. So, uh, Lana... Here's a telepathic voice. It's the alien I once rescued. He returned to Earth. Yes, says the alien, to check on you. I never said you couldn't repeat insect forms. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) The truth is, you can use each form only once, each 24 hours. Well, that's still a weakness, but not quite as drastic as... Kryptonite. You know what happened. The writers are running out of insect forms for changing to. (laughs) They thought Insect Queen was a one-time thing. Yep. Which is never true with Mert Weisinger. Right. Except, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, So Lana does turn into a ant lion. Is that a thing also? Ant lioness. I think that's a thing. Yeah, she calls it ant lion girl. Ashton, could it was the lioness in the beginning. Could you please write a paper and make it available to Bob's <laughs> audience at the end of this podcast? Just whip that out over the weekend. Uh, the alien flies off, I guess, and a tribe of Zulu. You're warriors. doing fine. Bye. <laughs> a three-panel cameo. By an alien in a flying spaceship, and Dr. Lang is like, whatever, I'm just going with it from here on in. He's very focused on the pyramid. That shit crazy stuff. Uh, the Zulu warriors have taken ownership of this Egyptian period, pi- period? pyramid, <laughs> apparently. This entire period. Hours. Um, they start throwing spears at the... <laughs> Although it's noted they explorers. only take the time to call them natives. Right. Savage is, warriors. Yeah, which is wrong in a couple ways. Um, swiftly, Lana turns into a shield bug. What are we, on page eight? And she's already been 15 different insects? <laughs> at least. Yeah, she knows her the insects. It's about two per page. Why are they peeking their heads out to look at them? They're just like, ooh, there's a bunch of people throwing spears at us. Let me look. It's the smell, buddy. <laughs> Shield bugs. They're like, oh, let me get that spear in my face. Are those rock spears or stalactites? Nice flashback. <laughs> um, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, Lana. Lana then turns into the ugliest insect she could recall. Have a good look at Cicada Girl, fellas. I love how now her face changes. Ah! She kind of looks like Tallulah Bankhead a little bit. (laughs) If Tallulah Bankhead was a giant cicada. I agree that if I saw this, I would also run away screaming. I would run away. I like how the cicada has still the shape of Lana's hair. Around it. We need to get Carapace hair. Funko to make this possible. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have to change much, really. The uh, Zulu warriors run away in fear. 
Unfortunately, look at that one guy's hat. He's got what, the tiger pelt. <laughs> His hat. His hat. <laughs> it's a small um, tiger. Did he leave the teeth in there? I mean, what would happen if a coconut fell on your head? The tiger would bite you. And that's the risk you got to take when uh-huh. you're trying to impress the chick. Yep, you got to look tough. That chick. That ugly thing? <laughs> Katie's fading. <laughs> bring her back. Bring her back. Uh, now look what happened. Good point about their faces sticking out from the shield bug because Kim's taking a spear to the chest. <laughs> I mean, it was his head. I get if he has like his ear on the wall or something. But his chest? Maybe these are those cavemen spears that can boomerang around and go around the sphere. <laughs> no, he sound did this on purpose. Oh, would you please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this kid has not said or done anything since Lana made her first change. Nope. He's in shock. <laughs> he took that spear in the chest as a... <laughs> I must end the insanity. <laughs> Too bad we're only on page 10. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> no time to get him to a hospital, but the jungle bio lab of Professor Lang's friend, Dr. Pelham, is only a few miles away. They have no car or horse, but what do they have? A horse fly. <laughs> At your service. Oh, my God. Uh, Ashton's laugh, though. A horse fly flies to Dr. Pelham's Nicely appointed biolab hospital Man, in the middle of the jungle. Okay, we've mentioned a lot of these dads. Has a tells her to giddy up. Dr. Pelham's biolab hospital. <laughs> That's where they have the brochure table with the maps to the hidden <laughs> lost city. <laughs> no, they got some, this, but here some you go. Um, care. <laughs> unfortunately, there's no hope because Kim's punctured lungs are failing. Well, that's a big spear of it punctured both of his lungs at the same time. <laughs> Even bigger, considering they actually said arrow. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> um, unless Dr. Pelham has one hope. The honeybee has amazing speed and flying ability. The secrets of its flight dynamics could make airplanes perform miraculously, which is Dr. Pelham's goal. Right, airplanes with their flapping wings. Yeah. This is why he practices medicine in the dark jungle <laughs> <laughs> overseas. So the bee serum... <laughs> whole passport. His passion for a plane. This is what we're going to do, my minions. It's also just him. So apparently bees absorb oxygen through their skin. Uh, oh, Katie says yes. We'll, we'll find out when Ashton writes. It paper. doesn't seem like there's a lot of room in there for lungs. Anyway, I he I feeds a puff bowl. He and then a gives the bee finger. serum to Kim, and Kim instantly becomes. Uh, <laughs> well, he grows antenna. He's got human arms, but a bee furry chest. And a bee hindquarters and legs. We should also address the fact that his hindquarters are that of a female bee. Okay, smarty pants. Um, How do you know? May, so I'm saying maybe because male and female bees look different. Male bees have a more like of like an orange color, and their the back part is longer. <laughs> Nerd party of one. Which, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Party this could explain four. why Kim gets dramatic so fast because he's obviously having a big hormone change right now. Oh, oh. he doesn't get slapped for that. 
I didn't no hormone change. Not that female hormones are more dramatic, but they are having half of your hormones. I read a romance comic last week. (laughs) There's the slap. Having Um, (laughs) so Kim feels fine, but he's a a a b boy, (laughs) and he flies around the room and out the window. How long do I have to stay in this form for life? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just Can't, your whole life. As an insect boy, you can keep on living. As a human boy with failing lungs, you would die. There is no choice. <laughs> there is a choice. Yeah. I would die. Maybe. Yeah. Would you rather live the rest of your life as a bee human, or would you rather die? I could sting my enemies. <laughs> and at least yeah, try. No, you could only sting once, yeah, you can and, only then sting you once and then you would I die. I could sting that my mortal comes enemy. Out later. <laughs> Twelve reasons why I only need one reason. I'm a human bee. I'm going to shoot myself in the face. I would sting Trump. Interesting. Okay, we're nonpartisan on this show. No, we're not actually. Um, so why shoot yourself in the face if you died by stinging? Just good point. Find. Okay. Yep. 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 Find a target. Uh, using Lana's bio ring to change him into a bee wouldn't have worked because it's only temporary, right? So I'm glad they took the time to explain that. Although in Jerry Seinfeld's The Bee Movie, one of the bees does sting someone and is later repaired by surgery by having a plastic cocktail sword replacing their stinger. Wait, what? Um, I feel like that wouldn't work. <laughs> we just saw Wonder Girl in a ponytail on a tree. You're more willing to believe that than Jerry Seinfeld's stupid cocktail sword. <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like that one didn't work. Kim is very excited that he can fly, but he's a freak. So he flies off into the jungle. Lana's going to help him shake his blues <laughs> by also turning into a insect, a bee girl. Well, she does have the same tail pattern as he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Listen, Kim, I've been an insect girl many times, as you know, and it's a ball. <laughs> wow, like, that that cheer me up for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just then. <laughs> just, how many times have you said that? <laughs> I think this comic is a series of just then. A giant dinosaur Suddenly. creature comes out of the jungle that looks like no dinosaur that ever lived or no living creature. It's like a dragon, like a Chinese dragon. Like a Chinese dragon. This is the point where I got excited and we're going to find some action. There's going to be some superhero action. Maybe we'll see Superboy. And then we turn the page. What trouble have our B-teens buzzed into now? The fate of the B-boy. Part two. answer. Uh, Oh, relax, B-boy. It's only a movie problem. (laughs) (laughs) That dragon, though, had some seriously good eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) Nice touch. Uh, Because it's a tent labeled Majestic Movie Company on location for Monsters from Mars. Awfully specific signage. Something about this page and the header art made me think it was just like an advertisement for Twinkies and <laughs> flipped right by it. Is it my fault that I've forgotten this was a Superboy comic? No. Superboy has hardly appeared except as transport. <laughs> We're now re- re- reading the adventures of Insect Queen. Lana sees the famous movie star Grant Sutherland, who's arguing with his director... Storms off into the jungle, where he has 
a case of scotch. <laughs> and it can be hidden in a hollow tree. My private stock. Oh, no one will see this bright red container in a dark brown tree. Labeled scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am going to guess that Grant Sutherland wasn't a real no, celebrity no, of the actually, 60s. it's uh, Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather. Mm. Is it really? No. What? No. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lana and B-Boy decide to teach Grant Sutherland a lesson and help him lick his alcoholism at the same time. B-Boy appears threatening to run Grant Sutherland through with his stinger. Which he will die right after, so that makes complete and utter sense. Grant Sutherland doesn't know that, does he? He's too drunk. Um, He's He's drunk. B-Boy drives Grant Sutherland towards Lana where she's hidden, and now she's going to change into a spider... Flash just got taken out. A spider girl again. And trap him in a web. Uh, well, that cures his alcoholism. <laughs> smashing all the bottles. I kind of feel like I would just drink kind more. Of, <laughs> just kind of a mini story in this arc. They just kind of slid that in they, there. They're little names for each other here at the top where she calls him Mad Stinger and he calls her Web Spinner. <laughs> Those names are better than Insect Queen and B-Boy. B-Boy, yes. B-Boy. <sighs> now, B-Boy, aren't you proud for helping straighten out that actor's life? Sure, his life is straight now, but not mine. He's not, you know, forever traumatized. Or Our act was like a plot for B-Boy in a B-movie. I see what he did there. It all comes full circle. Just and I'm still a monster. Just call me Freakenstein. That's what we called you, Ashton, the first year of your birth. <laughs> so, Lana gives him a peck on the cheek. Now... This is where it starts. Lana is not having any of his self-pity. I would give him some allowance to feel sorry for himself yeah. since he's stuck in the body of the bee for the rest of his life and wants to live. At least some time to come to grips with it. But no, let's start screwing with his feelings right off <laughs> Right, right, that. right. Uh, feelings are like treasures, Katie. So bury them. <laughs> <laughs> life lesson. <laughs> Now I know how you made it through high school. Right. Uh, B-Boy invites Lana to a picnic the next day. She arrives the next day to find pots full of honey. What so is that? So did they just stay overnight like at, in the, the bio lab? Okay. Like, do the scientists pull out some cots for them to sleep on? You're burying the lead. Where did he get the honey from? Did he produce <laughs> did he, did he it he himself? <laughs> oh! Did he get maybe, it? Maybe she's a female bee. Uh, Did he go uh, chat up some new friends? <laughs> Lana's not impressed. Hey, so I'm just going to take this. She likes honey on bread, but give, like Patty Duke, a hot dog makes her go insane. She doesn't say that. I just inferred that because she wants a hot dog instead of honey. Uh, B-Boy is being consumed by his identity. He forgot that humans like things besides honey. Ah, golly. I sure bumbled that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> only 
why would he take pies to crawl out of his deep, deep depression to make puns about being a bee? <laughs> he's still this not is it. how he's coping? Coping mechanism. It doesn't seem like it's working very well. Uh, oh, look at this. Luckily enough, in Monsters from Mars, the script calls for a human-headed creature. <laughs> You big game hunters, go and bag a lion and we'll slip that hollow mask over his head. <laughs> that hollow mask That's, is so small and they, giant. Well, a, this is the best part. Okay. <laughs> but it'll cost you $400. They said lions. Lions live in the savanna. They're in the jungle. Quiet, you. They're in Africa. This is lions a, live in Africa. <laughs> Just appreciate this peek behind the curtain of Hollywood movie magic. <laughs> Go get a lion. We're gonna put a human mask on it. Hey, you. Just then, <laughs> look, a bee with a human head. A giant bee with a human head. Forget your lion. Shoot down the giant bee with the human head. They shoot him down with anesthesia needles. They also <laughs> take this in stride, which makes me feel like, what else did they see up exactly. here? Exactly. <laughs> it's like the warehouse scene at the end of Indiana Jones. Everyone knows about the scotch. <laughs> <laughs> that conveniently paralyzes uh, his vocal cords. After the movie, the game hunters think, we can sell him to a freak show. Good plan. B-Boy in the cage thinks, my throat is paralyzed, I can't talk, and explain that I'm really a human boy with a bee's body. Who would have thunk? How would that go over? <laughs> Listen, fellas. <laughs> I'm not a giant bee with a human head. I'm a boy with a bee body. No, you don't understand. I'm bee boy. <laughs> it's right there in the name. I'm imagining that my father is one of these game hunters. So the conversation would go something like this. Now, son, are you a bee with a human head? Or are you a boy with a bee body? And some down-home wisdom. Lana realizes they'll capture her, too, if they see her in any of her insect forms. Which so instead of turning human... Yeah. Right. She immediately turns into an insect. She turns into another insect. <laughs> A click beetle. So she can click into SOS in Morse code and summon Superboy. Who what? usually makes his world patrol at this time of week, luckily enough. You would also think like more like Morse code isn't that different from just like random loud insect clicking. <laughs> so like how much is Superboy listening? Like is he really listening that hard? That hard to all the insects in Africa to pick out the one that's actually not random clickings but it's actually Morse code calling for him? You're forgetting that it's Lana Lang and Superboy's up there just waiting for her to get in <laughs> right. trouble. Uh, he probably planned this. Crossing <laughs> Africa on patrol. Lana's in trouble. Immediately knows. This also reminds me of a teen-related story. Right, crossing Africa. When my sister was a teen, and she, my parents were out of town, and my sister had a party. <laughs> and it got a little out of control because some seniors came. Oh, boy. Um, one of the seniors apparently... Can I say the word Piss. Yep. <laughs> One of the seniors pissed in the milk jug Ooh. of the family refrigerator. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when my parents came home and poured the milk on their cereal, 
father said, I think this milk's gone sour. Oh, my God. My mother tasted the milk and immediately said, in this order, someone pissed in the milk. You had a party! (laughs) (laughs) How would you know what that tasted like? A mother knows. So just like Superboy hears random clicking sounds and immediately knows Lana's in trouble. We should also take this time to point out that Bob's sister is hot. All right. Okay. That's neither here nor there, but since you brought it up. You want to see what my sister did last weekend? Yeah. Every frame. Oh, jeez. Dad, Mom is literally in the other room. That's 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 awkward. Uh huh. Yep. We, we, we. That's Jason Momoa. She's hugging Jason Momoa. I already discussed this a couple now of weeks ago. Now he's hot. Yes, he is. I begged my sister to discover what he smells like. <laughs> what does he smell like? She can't tell me because her senses abandoned her. <laughs> I'm going with woodsy cardamom. Something, but yeah, probably when you drink or mildew. when you drink milk glazed with piss, you know, <laughs> sense of smell. Well, she didn't drink it. Wait, did she? Yeah, you don't know. The, the text doesn't support All that. right. <laughs> Superboy frees B Boy, not by just bending the bars of the cage open, but he by actually poses. flying through and so slicing the top off of the cage. He'll, uh, he'll probably fix it with his heat vision later. <laughs> He's actually says, <laughs> I'll stay clear of these hunters because they aren't technically guilty of any crime. Right, right, right. It's fine. On your way, boys. Uh, B-Boy flies Wait. free but picks up voices with his sensitive B antennae. Wait, his antenna just got a lot longer. because he sees love. <laughs> I went... <laughs> Why would you do that? You don't need Katie, to Katie, could you <laughs> recite Lana's dialogue in teenage girl voice, please? Starting with, so that's B-Boy's story. Mm-hmm. It's right here. It's, it's literally right here. Oh. <laughs> Teen, what? Good guys. You can read, dear, can't you? Get in the character. <laughs> Just pretend you're a sassy teenager. Oh, wait. That shouldn't be oh, really hard. Oh, burn! Remember your crushing on Superboy. She probably already is. Do you want me to do it? Yes. It took you a while. Lana Lang, everyone. So that's B-Boy's story. But it's wonderful seeing you again, Superboy. I can hardly wait to get back to Smallville and be your date at the charity dance next month, Superboy. I'm starting again. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I know that's Naturally, nice. you want a human boyfriend, Lana. Okay, well, mate, yes. Maybe he does. Superboy doesn't qualify. Correct, because he's failing. Anyway, how could any go- girl go for a human monstrosity? This is the best line. Oh dear, he's playing that record again. (laughs) 
I don't know if Lana's the kind of person that I want to know. Yeah, she seems very Jen George. Why is wow. she? <laughs> I don't know why Superman likes in her. her defense. She's tried to let him down easy. Well, she started this whole thing by pecking him on the cheek when he was emotionally distraught. He just needed space. And As a friend, smack. she was being a friend. Mm. Uh-huh. Girl, girls be friendly like Yep, Not son, it's time you learned it now. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. It's time forgot. to talk about the birds and the bee boys. Oh, no. <laughs> Points away from Gryffindor. <laughs> Lana must apologize to him. Let's see what flying form haven't I used within 24 hours. You probably have millions of things to choose from, but let's pick a mosquito girl. Okay, yeah. fine. Meanwhile, Superboy's going to help Professor Lang decipher those hieroglyphics. <laughs> Wait, do you see in the first scene when she changes, she doesn't have a hornet, but in the next scene she does? Hornet? A, a little a, t- unicorn horn? Except yeah, for a mosquito. Oh, yeah. Wow. Maybe yeah. it's... Uh, none. So a mosquito... That, that is the mosquito mouth, yes? Yes. You're the college kid. I'm pretty sure, like, that's a mosquito's mouth. That's a mosquito's proboscis. Okay, enough science talk. <laughs> B-Boys built a giant hive in the middle of the jungle. Which, that's not what hives look like. Quiet, Maybe you. the inside of a hive. <laughs> I'm a B-Boy, so I'll live like a bee. Scram or you'll get splashed with sticky honey. <laughs> that honey isn't even close He's producing to a lot of material. I'll say... <laughs> <laughs> well, when your horns get long and hard, yeah. <laughs> you two probably really are sore by now. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, folks, just so you know, these smacks are not digital sounds that Bob has nope, added. Absolute <laughs> smacking. Well deserved. The stunts are real. <laughs> Uh, Lana flies off because she can't take any more whining. Superboy deciphers the hieroglyphics. It reveals what lies inside. But A possible cure for B-Boy. Not. So what's the best course of action? For Superboy to do in this pyramid that has a possible cure for B-Boy. He's going to hurl it across the ocean to Smallville, where it lands in a swampy area outside of town. May I say he's got it good aim? It goes unsaid that there are numerous problems with hurling an ancient pyramid through the atmosphere. To I mean, he, hundreds he of thousands of curved that thing. He's taped the proper exports paperwork to the outside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no problem. I see the exit. The pyramid stays flat the entire trip. This is not the most batshit crazy thing Superboy has done. So, no. you know. Far the, from it. And I think I saw this episode of Smallville. Lana only pretended to leave. She's now snuck back to think of a way to win back B Boy's friendship. Well, maybe you could stop talking smack about him behind his back. Uh, unfortunately, the Zulu tribesmen have returned and have set fire to B-Boy's hive. One looks like a demon with that head. They think that B-Boy is a demon, which I would also assume right, this. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's at least Lana, the product of mad scientist. Lana changes into a moth girl thinking she can beat out the flames with her wings, but no such luck because she's in a trance. 
because moths are attracted to fire. She's going to fly to her doom. She can't stop herself. Spiraling closer to the flames. But just in time, she turns into Butterfly Girl. Immune to the moth's fire dance of death. <laughs> I can now whip out the fire with my huge wings. I feel like... Uh, have you, I've never seen a butterfly at night, but I feel like they'd probably also be attracted to light. We'll know once Ashton writes the paper. Okay. Will that be ready by next week? <laughs> he posts on Monday morning, Ashton. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Lana is now pretending to be fully possessed by the spirit of the insect queen. I guess. She's also standing on those things. Yeah, on the honey. Legs. Like... <laughs> Maybe oh, she's stuck there. Wouldn't her legs, like, snap? She's using her huge butt from there. There you go, using physics again. No, she can perfectly support herself on her spindly little legs, even though she probably weighs about 1,000 pounds with that... What huge do we call butt. that? Huge butt. But what's the scientific <laughs> name? Ashton? Um, thorax? Buttocks? Thorax, Thorax, yes. yes. Abdomen is the middle part. Uh... Superboy flies away because Lana's uh, possessed and wants to stay with B-Boy, so that's fine with him. Or Goodbye, it, Lana. Or is it a Thor ass? Oh. oh. <laughs> that one was right in the heart. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. B-Boy. I like Superman's dad. <laughs> we have to talk fast because I'm running out of power. Oh. B-Boy is fully smitten and in love with Lana. Next page, she's snuck away back to camp. <laughs> okay. Um, Superboy flies in Professor Lang to snap her back to her senses, and she says that she never lost her senses. She only pretended and to forget her past life in order to let B-Boy think I was spurning you for him. His last memory of me Don't will be the hour that. of... The hour! The one hour of happiness he spent with Butterfly Girl. Oof. That's all she's gonna give him. This is one twisted chick. He hears everything. Flies okay. down with his stinger aimed for Superboy. Lana screams, stop, Superboy's invulnerable, you'll break your stinger and die. Which is what he wants. <sighs> Big oof. Superboy dodges just in time. B-Boy continues flying, he's going to jab his stinger into a rock and kill himself. Luckily, <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie prop. They mocked up oh, a bag of feathers. To look like a rock. There were no rocks in the area. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I want from you guys. No get rocks. this trash bag here, see? <laughs> Make it rock colored if you can. <laughs> that bird over there with the pink, beautiful pink feathers. <laughs> and arrange the feathers just so that it looks like a rock and not a bag of feathers. <laughs> For 400 bucks, we'll do anything. <laughs> okay, B boy, Super Boy says. B for bonehead, that is. Didn't you ever hear of an antidote? Well, no, actually, he hasn't. The last scientist he spoke to told him he was stuck in that form for life. (laughs) So, F you, Superboy. (laughs) We, the audience, know that that dude was crazy. That's basically like, it's like, oh, you have a problem? Didn't you ever think about a solution to that problem? (laughs) Superboy flies off, (laughs) vowing to find an antidote. 
He's for B boy. <laughs> Superboy discovers luckily that the secret to the antidote lies within the pyramid, which he just tossed to Smallville. <laughs> In the last panel, Superboy says, "Lana, you will see your insect friend again, but for now, I must keep it a super riddle." Presumably for only cruel purposes. Watch this magazine for the astounding answer to that riddle coming soon. Well, guess what? It never came. That's the last we see of B-Boy. Yeah, it <laughs> The last we is. see of the pyramid sunk in the swamp outside Swalville. And the end. I, be- I would like to believe that Superboy went back right. with the antidote. But B-Boy was dead. Oh, no. <laughs> I like, it, Lana. I like a picture that B-Boy died... From drowning in all the just uh, massive amounts of honey, self-produced fluid. Uh, this would be a great Grant Morrison miniseries, B Boy. Forty years later, this would be like a twenty-four issue series. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah. yeah. I just wow. But like, I mean, we could have the alcohol is say, an issue alone. The Flash running t- towards Gorilla City oh. and come upon B Boy crazed right. in his hive in the jungle. Right. And Maybe I'll get to work on that. While Ashton's writing his insect paper, I'll write a miniseries. You seriously have to get later. to work, Ashton? Right, right. Go. And he's insane. So, so now it's B-Man. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a nod to uh, our last podcast here with the house ad in the middle of this magazine. Yes! Get with it, cats. We're in our own mag now. And you can make sure you never miss a single issue of Teen Titans or any other new look DC mag. Dig this offer. For only one dollar, you get ten issues delivered straight to your cell. So? Did it just say yep. cell? And yep. then you've got the Teen Titans marching towards you. All their arms are interlocked. And Robin's pretty happy he's next to Wonder Girl. No. Wait, I don't have that ad in my comic. Huh. Anyway, work for a junk family. Thank you. Thank you, you are welcome. Will you come back? Thank you, Dr. Bob. Yeah, will I you will. come back? Yes. I would always I would come love back. to. Katie, did you just say yes to something? Wow. Shade thrown. <laughs> Katie, would you be willing to uh, review a romance comic for oh. me? Excellent. And, and You're on board. Make comments on the drastic decisions made therein. Okay. Done. Her choice of men. All right, say goodbye like a teenager. Bye. Bye. Whatever. (laughs) Out. Bye. Is Katie all right? No. (laughs) She's a girl. Of course she's not all right. (laughs) Ouch.